Welcome back to one-on-one New York's longest running sports call-in radio show. I'm Keenan Troy. I'm joined here by Chris Hennessy and then an NFL legend that is Ken Houston. 13 years in the NFL and, you know, Chris, for some of us younger guys, I didn't even heard of it, of Mr. Houston. And then going online and reading his, his stats, I immediately thought Ed Reed before Ed Reed, just, you know, the phenomenal ability that Ken had on the field. So, Ken, how are you doing today? You know what? I'm, I'm doing good. Uh, very happy to be here and be on your show and get an opportunity to, to uh, tell some of the younger guys about my career. So you're here with us with Southern Recipe and their small batch pork rinds for Pork Rind Appreciation Day, which is coming up in February, which is a fantastic holiday, and the Gridiron Greats Assistance Fund. Can you just talk about what you're doing with the Gridiron Greats and how the pork rinds and uh, the Super Bowl tie into that? Well, the the pork rinds started all this. You know, uh, Mike Dichter has a player assistance fund, and I happened to play against Mike at that time and being in the hall with Mike. So we have a, we have a history of going way back and uh, the, we met, uh, at least I met the uh, people with the poor grind uh, company and uh, we, we kind of hit it off. And, uh, and you are much too young to realize it, but when I was coming up, we, we did our own poor grind, you know, we'd kill a hog and fried the pork, we fried the pork, and they were really good, but I had gotten with them over the years and met this gentleman uh, who do who does with uh, the, the program. And they've been really, really good. And in the process of meeting him, he was talking about Mike. And I knew Mike and I knew about the assistance fund because so many players are in need. And Mike has been so helpful uh, in helping guys get assistance. So it was just a marriage. And and Kenny, you know, a 13-year career as a pro, five with Houston in your home state of Texas, seven with Washington. You're a member of each team's ring of honor and ring of fame, and you're a two-time first-team All-Pro, 10-time second-team All-Pro, 12-time Pro Bowler. You mentioned being in the hall with Coach Dick, uh, part of that 1986 class into the NFL Hall of Fame. But part of a question I wanted to ask you is, you know, in your 1971 season, you set an NFL record with five touchdown returns, a record that stood until 2006 where Devin Hester broke it with a kickoff and punt returns. But you know, when we were looking at your bio, we saw that in your rookie season playing in New York, where we're based out of is had two interceptions against the jets return for touchdown. So both Chris and I were kind of talking before you hopped on the zoom call here, how is the ball so easily to able to find you, especially on the defensive end, you know, <laughs> amounting 49 interceptions in your career. And it seemed that, you know, looking through your stats, just every season, you're just compiling interceptions, fumble recoveries, and then, you know, some taking it all the way back to the house. Well, you know, uh, Joe Namath, who's a very good friend of mine, uh, was really throwing the football around. You know, most people didn't throw the ball as much as Joe threw it, okay? And so you had more chances when you played the Jets. And on this one particular day uh, that I had those interceptions, I was – kind of, I was like an out-of-place safety. I had speed and I had height. So I had what it took to cover the tight ends. And uh, so I saw a lot of footballs early on in my career. And I was very fortunate with intercepting the ball. And uh, that's why I had the uh, touchdown, run back the touchdown and stuff like that. And uh, I never really thought about it because I was an offensive center and middle linebacker in college. 
And when I got to safety, they moved me to, when I got to pro ball, they moved me to safety. So it was a learning experience and I considered myself learning and had no idea of the accumulation of things um, that would get me into the Hall of Fame. Uh, I remember on the Pro Bowl situation, uh, my first year I didn't make it. And my second year I made it. And Joe Namath was the quarterback of the Pro Bowl. But anyway, I get down there and they were given like maybe 500 bucks or $1,000 for the winner. And I'm thinking, wow, they do this every year. He go, yeah. I said, well, I'm going to try to make it every year. And I did. <laughs> I did over a period of years. And I enjoyed coming to the guys. And uh, football was a little bit different then. It wasn't as business associated as it is now. But we enjoyed it. And I loved that career and having, having the opportunity to meet all the guys I got a chance to meet, which was actually the history of the game. When you look at the safeties in today's NFL, and obviously here in New York, we know Jamal Adams all too well. Yeah. How do you feel the position has changed from your day, from Ed Reed, from even the Legion of Boom well, not that long ago? Well, they're taking all your weapons away from you. You know, uh, I mean, I look at, look at it uh, when you got pass interference, okay? And so if, from a defensive standpoint, if I can push him, that's an advantage. From an offensive standpoint, if he can push me, he has an advantage. So what you see now on every play is either the defensive guy or the offensive guy pushing off, and it's a matter of who gets called. Um, I don't think that – I think they've hurt the game a little bit because you don't know how to play a defensive back or you don't know how to play receiver. So the game is changing. And one time, we'd only see one pass out of four downs. Now you see three passes out of four downs. So the whole deal is changing, and you have to understand what you looked at at one time to understand what you're watching now. And Ken, you know, after 13 years as a pro, you retired and you do a brief coaching stint, but then you kind of become this ambassador, either with through Coach Ditka or some of the other projects that you work on. Uh, we were just wondering, you know, what's that transition been like from you from being a player to becoming an ambassador of the game and working to make sure that, you know, the greats of days past are getting all the help that they can get when they step away from the field? You know, if, if you watch the game now, you see players or you see people that play the game, uh, they do it in high school, they do it in college, and all of a sudden they do it in pro ball. And so when you, in pro ball, uh, like me, I had the 14-year experience. And when I got out, I was 37, so I had to start over. Well, I had a degree in, uh, in out of college, so it was a lot easier for me than it was a lot of guys because you have to be more than a football player. And what happens is once you leave the game, you just don't have anything you can go into unless you prepared yourself. And they gave us time then to prepare ourselves, and it, it, it's not like it is now. So. It's really uh, when you've done something all your life and for sure in football, you're going to lose your job. They're going to shut that job down. Somebody's going to be better. Uh, and that's the reality. And so you had a, you find a lot of players that are struggling because of reality. And most people would. If you would take their profession mid-stride in, in middle age, you don't know what to do with yourself. You know, and uh, – it's, it's, it's great to play football, but it puts you in a position as to where that part of the life you live is unreal because you always cater to. I remember the first, I was 37 
before I stood in line at the airport to buy a ticket. And that was devastating, you know, it's like, but I never thought about it. And so when you, uh, it's an adjustment, you know, but you understand life is a series of adjustments. So if you, if you make an adjustment, you got a chance. Your favorite player to watch in today's NFL? Wow. <clears throat> Boy, there are so many great ones. Um, wow, that's a great question. You know, um, wow. Maybe Mahomes. I did not think you were going to say a quarterback. Did not think <laughs> we are going to have a defensive back on here praising the quarterback. That. <laughs> That, well, that's you know, it's, it's like it's hard, it's hard to identify with the court, um, with the, with the defensive back because they can't pull a helmet off, so you're pulling for a number instead of a face. Yeah. And I think that, uh, you know, once you see a guy's face, you see the pain and the glory, and you tend to identify with those players. And that's, that's the unfortunate thing about playing in the NFL right now. You're just a helmet and a team number, and you don't have a personality. Back then, they could show the face, so you – you like I, I'm looking at Jordan Amos' face right now. I'm looking at Mike Dixon's face right now. I'm looking at Marion Mollett's face right now. So you know the people, and that's who you pull for. And so, Ken, just to you know, transition from your playing days into what you're doing now with the Pork Rind Classic, the Pork Rind uh, Appreciation Day. Excuse me. How can fans and those wanting to learn more? find more information on the pork rind appreciation day and get involved in, cause we know that you can, you know, spin the pig skin, maybe win some good money, maybe win some prizes and all that good stuff. Yeah. Listen, you visit porkrind.com. Okay. You can win up to $5,000, but I think the most surprising thing about this pork rind is you're going to find out it is really, really good. And I'm not saying that because, you know, I'm on your team and stuff like that because, I wasn't at one time. I didn't know about it. But once I got to know about it, I mean, I got a house full of pork rinds. And I'm not, I'm not just saying it to, you know, but by them assisting Mike makes it even better. Uh, it's a high-protein, low-carb, keto-friendly diet. It's not the – you're too young to understand what a pork rind really is. You know, we used to kill a hog and fry him and, you know, boil him and all that kind of stuff like that. And you got these pork rinds when I was small. And they were really, really good. And then they would take the, well, it's a little bit too far back. They would take the, the they call it lard or the grease, and they'd make soap out of it. So you really use the whole thing, but it, it just reminds you of this time of year, uh, Southern Recipe Small Bats getting this thing out, Super Bowl Appreciation Day. And uh, it, they just go hand in hand. And then to put it in, I know a lot of young people are going to like it. But to put it in with the older guys, like my, I'm sure Mike has it. Joe Green is is a, is a spokesperson for it, and Joe Green happens to be my brother-in-law, Mel Renfro. They got all these guys that you guys probably don't even know. But it's good to. Uh, it's not unfortunate that you have forgotten. You expect that, you know. You expect that the game is for the people that are playing now, but it's still good to be associated with. All right, so I'm from the Northeast. Keenan's from the Midwest. We know nothing about pork rinds. So in your <laughs> estimation, as somebody who clearly knows pork rinds, what makes a great pork rind? Like, what, like if you had to make a list of what a pork rind has to have, what's at the top? Well, they've changed the way the pork rind is made because it's not as uh, greasy 
as it once was, okay? It's not that uh, environmentally unfriendly to have a program. <laughs> this program, um, first of all, it, like I said, it's high protein, low carb, keto friendly. It's everything you want in, a, it's like a chip. It is a chip basically. So that's why I get excited when I say, uh, listen, you have to buy no grocery store full, but buy one bag and see what it's like. And I'm telling you, I, I go back and eat them all the time. I eat them year round. And we used to eat them only in the winter. You know, so it, it's good. It, it, it's it's uh, when I first heard about it, uh, which was about three years ago, I'm thinking, you know, what is this? But no, it's good. Well, Kenny, we really do appreciate you stopping by. I know after this is concluded, I'm going to check out some of your highlights on YouTube just to yeah, do that. <laughs> watch it dominate some more. But be sure to check out Southern Recipe Small Batch at southernrecipesmallbatch.com and visit porkrinds.com to enter a chance at $5,000 in a year of free pork rinds. And to get more information on Coach Ditka's great fund, be sure to check out Gridiron Greats Association Fund on Facebook as well as ggaf.com. Let me say this. I want to thank you guys, you know, for doing this because you give us a chance to get the message out. And we appreciate it. It gives us a chance to cross generations. And uh, we appreciate it playing there. We appreciate what you're doing now. So let's keep it going like that. We appreciate you, Kenny. Take care. Okay, good deal. Thank you.